Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Gratefully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 23rd. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling episode 106. I hope that you all are doing well, we are still riding the wave of celebrating our two years of the Grief Bully podcast. And I don't want to hold you. I want to get right into this episode. I was just sitting around my dining room table, having some dialogue with some of my friends. And we got into this conversation. And what I really walked away with realizing is how much we really downplay divorce, how much we downplay divorce and its impact on our lives and where that intersects with grief. And so it just was on my mind and my heart. And so I wanted to dive into it because you could either be a person who is a friend or a sibling or what have you of someone that's experienced a divorce or you yourself could have maybe went through it. And then it lends us to the topic of how there are other things outside of death itself that gives us some trouble and some complication when it comes to grief and loss. And so what I really took away from the conversation is that When you deal with divorce and it happens, you can experience a separation and you go through that, but then you have to also realize how many other things and aspects of your life are impacted, but also it's like a really, really, really bad breakup. And so for a lot of us, we could just say like, for example, if the person was in a marriage that you didn't advocate for, or you didn't maybe care for, or they as well as yourself, knew that it wasn't a good situation. But if you could really think back into your own lives and some breakups that you might have experienced and realize that even though in the end you felt like it was a good thing and you knew that it was the best thing for your life, it still hurt. It still hurt and a lot of that pain can just linger because there's so much that comes with it. So there's the loss itself. Sometimes there's children involved. So there's, they could be stepchildren, it could be your children. There's so many layers to that. Then there's homes that have to be figured out and living arrangements change. And then there's also this part of it too, where I believe there's embarrassment that can be experienced. Now, I've never personally been through a divorce, so I can only speak from the vantage point of people around me in my life that I've seen deal with divorce. And so we're having this conversation and I'm just realizing that sometimes in our healing journey, We want to have and kind of keep our pride intact and we don't want to give people the upper hand. And that's even if they're no longer present in our lives, you still don't want that. And I I just was jokingly saying, I mean, really, in any breakup, you want to feel like you have the upper hand to an extent. Like, I'm not going to let you continue to control me. I'm not going to let you to continue to bring me pain and sorrow. And I'm not going to do that. But sometimes we can label that pain that person's name and not realize that it's still our pain and we have to address it and sit with it and allow it to to kind of ruminate and just hopefully that's a word kind of just let it let it fester and and, and let it be what it's going to be and not trying to fight the fact that we don't want to give people power over us anymore and so therefore we don't feel like it should be affecting affecting us as much. 
And so I'm not saying that my friends and the conversation that we were having was really just that. These are the things that I took away from it in the conversation that that's so important. And and I'm actually going to have my friends come on the show. That's Lord willing, because there was so much power in this of the of the impact of having people around you to be able to unpack some stuff that you might not always realize is there. And there's so much power in the fact that there's people in your life that may know you and care about you more than you probably actually realize when they can just tell when your patterns have changed and things have changed in your life. So when you talk about divorce, I think sometimes it gets downplayed because you can get remarried again. That opportunity is there perhaps if you would like to explore it. But when it comes to death, there's no reversing that. But there are things that die. The, it could be something is just your last name changes. There could be things that when you usually would be Mrs., you're no longer that. If it's a, if it's a woman in that regard, and so you don't have that plural, your last name changes, your home might change, your children's schools might change, and just your identity. And so just carrying over from the conversation last week when we talked about stepping outside of your identity to lean more into vulnerability, I think sometimes with divorce, you're kind of forced outside of your identity and you might be uncomfortable with the vulnerability that that puts you in then it catapults you into this exploration of your pain and your sorrow and that can be difficult and challenging for some folks and it just it depends and again I can't speak generally because all divorces aren't created equal and there's so many different reasons and so many different things there's a divorce that my family friends had family members had after so many years and I was kind of impacted by it and the fact that I was just shocked and, and taken back by it because you only have a vantage point from your seat. So you can only see things from where you are. And so you think like, oh, they got a, a good life and their relationship is good and there's so much there, but not realizing that we never really know what people are going through behind closed doors. So if you know somebody in your life that's been through a divorce or maybe going through a divorce or should be divorced but is scared to do so, when you try to walk with them in that space, I, I would try to say to look at it in this in the sense of the impacts of the loss. So when we think about breakups, sometimes it's like, oh, whatever about him or whatever about her, like there it is, there that, and they didn't need you, whatever, whatever, or you got cheated on or, or whatever, because again, it's, it's very circumstantial, but I think we've got to sit with those folks. We, we need to hold the hands of our divorced people. It's hard. And then it's, and then I think again, another challenge that presents itself and that comes up is them getting back out there because of the fear of that same feeling happening again. So sometimes people are like, oh, you just got to get out there and spread your wings and do all that, but not realizing that they're still carrying the impact and they can still feel the depths of that wound. And so it's like, I'm not really trying to get shot again while I'm out here, especially if I'm not fully what I can consider healed. So I think you find that balance because part of the conversation that one of my friends offered too was that while we do want to honor our pain, and we want to sit in it, we do also want to create a healing plan, or I don't want to say it, an exit plan from the relationship, but an exit plan from the pain. 
And I think what I took from that too is that we then adjust how we carry it. So it's not that you just try to like push the pain away and act as if it doesn't exist anymore, but you then say, hey, I've got to try to carry this different and how can I can I lean with it and, and still keep moving at the same time because you don't want to miss beautiful opportunities and, and things and experiences in your life and stuff that other people have to offer. One thing that I've spoken to my mom about in the past and she's been divorced is and she has taken that upon herself and you start to look inward and you feel like, well, am I the problem or how is that a situation? And I've always tried to remind her that it's it's not that cut and dry because I think in certain relationships, we have to look at our decision making leading up to certain things and and also your time in your life like a lot of times you were young when my mom was first married she was young and and there was just a lot of you know chaos and certain things and so when those things end you could look at yourself like man my, my parents were divorced when I was in second grade but I tell my mom all the time that marriage ending was one of the best things that could have happened for our livelihood and that's that's and listen I love my dad but I'm just telling you, so when you look at all divorces, the reasoning why they were divorced and why that's happening could be a bad thing, but it's it's still, even even though the pain was bad, I'm sorry, and the divorce is a good thing, it doesn't alleviate the fact that it hurts. And then, and then you're also, I can imagine, maybe as a parent, taking on the pain that your children might feel. And having to navigate through what that can look like. And so I guess it kind of leads me into that too. When we're telling people to just, you just need to leave. You just need to do this. Let's ask people, what are their fears? What exactly about this are you fearful of? What exactly are you trying to protect yourself from? And then you can start to work through it. It's something that we do in our house. We always say, hey, what's the tape playing? Because what your head and your mind is telling you and the reality of what's really going on or what could really happen could be totally different. And that's why it's important to get these things outside and to just vent and to just download. And so something else in another conversation I was just having recently, as you guys can see, I talk to people a lot and often and and often about deep topics and, and conscious conversations. But I think it's really important when we're doing that to just think about it in a sense that our time is so precious in this life and we want to try our best to talk it out and to to work it out and to really see but journaling too is an impact that you can ha- can have a great impact on you because you're writing these things out but it's in a privacy so that you can say oh wow I'm telling myself that and I can compare it to to reality or compare notes take your journal to someone in your life that you trust and say hey This is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Do you see it that way? How do you see it? What do you suggest could be a good thing? But I just think that it's all a journey. And that's really what it kind of PS is too, is that it's a journey that we're on. And so whether that's divorce, whether that's loss of job, career path, whatever you have there, grief is, is deep sorrow. And so a lot of these things bring sorrow and people sometimes, this is what I was trying to get at too in a conversation that I was having is that we try to be relatable sometimes and it's not really the perfect timing. So sometimes people just need to talk and they need an understanding listener and not someone that's going to try to give them solutions 
I hope that makes sense because I'm guilty of that. I'm such a problem solver and a solution driven person that when someone is bringing their concerns to me or what they're going through in their life, I'm instantly thinking, oh, what will be some good advice here? What could be this? It could be that. And sometimes people just need you to be silent. Silence is powerful. But what I'm also learning is that when I'm silent, people get a little awkward because I'm not really too much. But I've really been leaning into that more and trying to really work to be a more understanding, silent listener. And if this can hopefully help you is to ask the person, hey, do you are you looking for a solution here or do you just want me to listen to you and give people that that opportunity to be in control of the potential outcome of this dialogue? And so that's really important for us to to just kind of sit in and understand. And I wanted to just dive into that briefly about divorce and the, the magnitudes of that. And so if you've been divorced and, and you're still essentially a, a little scorned or, or dealing with it, take your time, take your time. But what my one friend was trying to say too, is trying to take forever because you don't want your whole life to pass you by. And you missed a lot of opportunities for love, for companionship. It may not be marriage again, but just for that. So, so find that balance between slowing it down to sit in it but not staying in it if that makes sense so we don't want to pause forever and let our lives go by us but we also don't want to rush through it and not heal properly and if you were to maybe start dating or leaning into it the one thing I can say is to be honest with that that new person and that next person and letting them know where you are and don't don't make a decision for them as to how much they can handle or what they do or don't want to hear because you're honoring yourself and who you are and where you are. And then I think it helps foster a new foundation on a different type of dialogue to set the tone for that next relationship versus saying, hey, I, I really didn't want to let you know that I'm feeling a type of way about my, my ex situation, my past situation. But that's the reality and that's actually a part of your life. And then it gives them the choice to say, hey, I want to be on this journey with you or nah, I'm good. And just be okay with that. And understand that that's only going to be better for you and be a healthier outcome. So I wanted to jump into that again. It's the Grief Bully Podcast. And we like to talk about different topics that are going to help us in our grief journey, our life journey. And just dealing with the sorrows and the pains that come from that and and our traumas as well. Listen, if you're listening to this on YouTube, definitely make sure you subscribe to the channel. Drop a comment. Let me know how you're feeling. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. I certainly love to hear your feedback about the show. Make sure you keep showing us that love. I'm really grateful for it. I appreciate it. Again, I'm still riding the the wave and a high of two years being in the book. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, if you don't know this, you're probably absolutely out of your mind. I hang out the bulls on Instagram. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace.